Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back. I'm finally here. Had to take a few weeks off. Got a lot of things to talk about. Got a lot of things to tell you. But first, I'm going to talk about how I covered the Big East tournament from March 4th to the 7th, my experience. We do have a interview with Kylie Shepard from the Providence College Friars women's basketball team. And also, I finally went to a Sweet 16 basketball game. And I graduate in a month. So, so much to get into on today's episode. So let's jump right into it. Just the girl from Ohio. In high school, she averaged 13.9 points, 4.1 rebounds, 3 assists, 2.5 steals. Finished her high school career with 938 points. And the motivation behind that was to beat her mom's records. She sure did. Her favorite quote by MJ, you miss 100% of your shots if you don't take them. Yeah, she gets buckets, introducing Kylie Shepard. Hi, Kylie. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So what made you pick up a basketball? Um, My mom played when I was younger and like half my family has been involved. She played D1 actually at Radford. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's been my inspiration and just brought me into the game when I was younger. So would you say that she is the person that you look up to as a kid or was it somebody like in the NBA or the WNBA? Um, both, honestly, because she was my first inspiration, but then she started like getting me to watch games and then I started um, getting inspired by the pros. And who would you say you looked up to as a kid? Um, for WNBA, mm-hmm. right now, I mean, she wasn't in there then, but it's Kelsey Mitchell. Oh, okay. And, From Ohio State? I, yeah. <laughs> she's from, she's she from Cincinnati. She yeah, was she a bucket was. getter. Yeah. yeah. But um, when I was a kid, it was more of like Sue Bird. I loved her style of game and like her confidence. And then for NBA, I always watched Kobe, of course. Always. And so just Kobe Bryant. Everyone loves Kobe. I love it. I know. But if. Well, he does have the Mamba mentality, right? Yeah, but I did like Kyrie, too, because I was a point guard and I was a smaller guard. So I like watching him because I tried to exemplify my game of him. Oh, nice. Yeah, his Kyrie's footwork and crazy his ball handling skills is mm-hmm. that's what makes me like Kyrie, even though sometimes I don't agree with the things he says. But, you know, so yeah. I read that you played for the Cincinnati Angels for the AAU team. What would you say has changed from when you played to now? Um, I'm definitely more confident and I'm willing to score the ball a little bit more. On that team, I was more of just like a role player, like passing, getting people open, like just doing the little things. But now I've taken on a bigger role here. And so I think I'm a more aggressive player. And would you say that AU has helped you along with your high school career to get ready for um your freshman year in college yes definitely because we went to like 
the best of the best tournaments, played people who went to D1 everywhere. I, I mean, some of my teammates are at bigger schools. So I was always playing against the best, which helped a ton. That's dope. What made you pick PC? Explain that whole process for you. Was it difficult? Was it annoying? Was it fun? How was the process of getting to PC? Um, it was all of the above, honestly. Like I didn't know, I didn't know what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. Like I didn't have anything in mind. I was just like, I want to go somewhere and play. That's all I knew. And then I figured out I wanted to go far away from home mm -hmm. because I just wanted to like have a fresh start, be on my own, live my life a little, you know. And then I started getting to know Coach Jess first. Okay. And we became really close. And the thing that stuck out about her was we talked about things other than basketball. Like we always talk about shoes, stuff like that. No other coach would talk about things like that. And she got to know me personally and my family, which was really cool. And then like eventually coach brought that on and like the way he was talking about my game and like the style of play here, it just all fit. And I even talked to my AAU coach and my high school coach and they were like, when you know, you know, like if you have that feeling, you got to do it. And I was like, you know what? I have it. Like no other school is giving me that feeling. Well, that's, that's good to know. But speaking of your high school, you finished your career with 938 points. You were six in all-time scoring and you had all-state honoree two times and all-district selection. Explain what feelings you had when you heard about these accolades. Um, I was very grateful because half the reason I got them was because of my coaches and my teammates. Like, yeah, I was putting the ball in the basket, but they were also passing me the ball and getting me open. So I have to give it all to them, honestly. Like, they were making me work hard in practice to prepare me for the games and get those type of numbers up. And plus, my mom went there and broke records. So, like, that was my motivation to beat her. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Like, I was like, I am beating you. I don't care what you said. <laughs> so, you finished your freshman year. What was the most difficult part in the basketball aspect when it came to your freshman year? Was it the injuries you sustained? Was it getting used to the news player, teammates, I would say, the environment? What was the hardest part, I would say, has been for your freshman year? Um, yeah, it was definitely injuries at the start because I felt like they were just back-to-back. -back, and there was a lot of time that I was out. So it was hard to just come back and get into the flow of the game, especially because when I would get injured is when we were just doing good or when I was just, like, working well with people. So it was like relearning that again in practice. And I would only have a couple of practices before another game. So that was challenging. But I think the thing that was really the worst was it wasn't the season like we all wanted. Mm -hmm. Like the losing was just tough because you want to keep the confidence and like keep a positive mindset. But when you're losing games, it's hard. And so like putting in that work, you feel like it's not paying off. That's why this season, like we're going to have a different mentality and like get wins for sure. And what do you tell yourself like to get through the game? Like after having three losses back to back and then you finally come back home and you're, you know, in your arena, well, the gym, I should say in your case. Um, 
what are some things that you can tell yourself or that you did tell yourself to get through to go out there and have confidence? Um, honestly, like I'm very like mindful person. Mm -hmm. So if we lose, I think about it that night and then I try to move on because if I drag it on, it will affect my game. Like I've learned that throughout the years. So I just tell myself like, okay, what did I learn from this game? What can I do better for next game? And I'll, sometimes I'll even write it down so that I remember, cause mm -hmm. you know, you're, we're all hard on more hard on ourselves than we should be. So I try to like circle the positives and write down the negatives, but really focus on the positives to keep those going. And then if my negatives, for example, like a, a turnover here, I'll just try to learn from that for the next game. I'm like, think about what I can do here that will make a positive play. Don't think of it as a negative thing. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. it was wrong, but we can grow from it and move on. That's dope. What would you say has been the best moment of your freshman career, of your freshman year in, at PC? Oh, that's tough. Um, ah, dang. <laughs> I, I can tell you mine I mind is a photo a of you when you have the, I think you scored a your 22 piece that day oh DePaul game had, yeah the DePaul it was January 7th and you had your yeah. glasses on after you was feeling it so I that was one of I, I told Nay send me the photo so when I'm feeling in a mood I'm using that photo because you was you was using your bag that day yeah honestly that game was really fun we didn't win but I felt just so free playing like that's my style of play is just going up and down, like fast paced game, transition game the whole mm -hmm. time. I mean, most of my points were in transition, yep. which was nice. So, yeah, it, actually, yeah, that's probably that was probably my favorite memory. Not because of the points, just because I genuinely enjoyed the game. You, did like, you feel like that game was all the way you play and you didn't have to play someone else's game, play what the coaches were saying. So you just played Kylie's game. Those yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, obviously I was listening to them, but if I saw an opportunity, like I was going to get it. I know that's right. I know <laughs> that's right. So you made Big East uh, all team, right? Yeah. Freshman. How did that make you feel? Um, honestly, I was shocked, but I was very grateful because I didn't think like, with injuries and stuff, like, I, I was really going to get it. Like, yeah, I had good games. I'm not going to put myself down. But I was just like, wow, like, that's crazy. And just makes me want to work harder because I want to I want to be on that list, not the freshman team, but on Big East, like, honors every year. Like, mm -hmm. that's just going to keep happening for my next three years. I know that's right. So, I mean, I know the season didn't go the way you wanted to. There were some games pissed everyone off what can you take from this season work hard in the summer and get you ready for next season um honestly I'm just gonna look at all those losses to teams like we shouldn't have lost and stuff like that and just have that motivation in my head when we're going through tough days with conditioning and stuff because there's days you don't want to do it but I'm gonna be looking on the season like if I do this maybe we would have won that game like next year, we're winning those games. There's no question, like no doubt. And that's why um, we've been, we got to pick each other up, all be on the same page so that we don't lose games that we shouldn't. 
And I that's what I like to hear. So I always like to ask everyone I interview. Not it don't. It's not about you. It's just about the person playing on the court in general. What makes you not you per se, but anybody the best person on the court? What characteristics would make you the best basketball player on the floor game or on the court that day? Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's confidence. Anybody who has confidence in their shot in their defense, it don't matter. Any aspect of the game, you will perform. That's the biggest thing. Like, if you don't have confidence in your shot and you don't think that thing's going in every time, you're not going to make shots. Like, I know Michael Jordan has said it plenty of times. Like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Like, I live by that. You have to have confidence. And what what keeps you going though? Like, you know, how some days where, you know, shooters that shoot and their shots just not falling. Mm. What keeps you going? Is it that quote that you just said by Michael or a little bit of that, a little bit of this, what makes you continue to shoot? Um, yeah, it's a little bit of that, but I'm not thinking too much in the game. So it's more of like, my teammates, like they're picking me up. If they're telling me they have confidence in me, even though I'm missing shots, then I'm going to keep shooting because I know like if they have confidence and I need to have confidence in myself because I sometimes I get in my head. I'm not going to lie. Like when I'm missing shots, I'm like, oh, what's going on? But then I also think like, where did that last shot come off of? Like, was my thumb involved? Like what fingers were, you know, were my legs involved? Stuff like that. I'll think on the fly, but it's mostly my teammates empowering me. That's what I like to hear. And I hope you are tuning in to the big dance right now. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So who are you like watching play right now? Honestly, I've been watching everybody, but what shocked me the other day was the Creighton Iowa game because they're in our league. So of course I was watching that game. They are some dogs. Like they, do not I was listen. My bracket, I didn't pick them. Not again. <laughs> and I didn't have Villanova winning either. But look at them. They were oh, they, they won, won their game. game. I mean, then they lost now, but they won their. You know, I was like that game. Also, Bela. I was like, oh, I was shocked. I was like, hold on, you guys just messed my bracket up. <laughs> You, you feel me? This is the second year in a row with first no, and second round. It's just like, like, oh my. So speaking of it, who would you like to see win it all? I have South Carolina win it all. Oh. I got, I got two girls from Ohio on the team when I played AU with. So I really would like to see them win. I think it's their year. And I love Leah Boston. Girl. Oh. Zaya is my girl. Zaya I is love Zaya. my girl. Zaya, yep, she is from my Zaya is my girl, but I gotta go with my defending champs because Haley Jones Ooh. balls, man. I the last few games with her and Cameron has been ridiculous. So I'm gonna stick with the defending champs because it seems like they've been counted out all year. They have. against South Carolina. They never been number one. And it's like, they're the champion. They should be number one until they're beat. No matter who's your coach, no matter who's on your squad, you mm-hmm. should be number one until you're beat. So I'm definitely ready to see that matchup. I want UConn. I thought they was going to lose last night. 
I did really thought UConn was gonna lose last night. UCF was speeding them up. They were not ready for that. They was not ready for UCF at all. I think they underestimated UCF. They I really, really did. They un because they took in the second and the um when it came halftime, I was like, this is the this is a close game. Mm-hmm. UCF was winning. I no um UConn were- came up winning at the halftime, but I was just like, wow. I was I not, I didn't finish the whole game. I was so exhausted, but and I was you know like, what makes me mad is the home court advantage stuff. Cause I think, I, I just want to see what it would be like if they're at a neutral court. My thing is, I think when it's, when it comes down to March madness, you should never be playing a game in your gym. Right. You I should agree. never be playing. And I know they don't want to admit it. They don't want to say, oh no, calls are not based off of that. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I heard some calls yesterday in the fourth quarter of that game was that's no, what they were terrible. That's what lost the game yeah. for UCF. So UCF. So we'll see. Hopefully next year I get to see PC go dancing. Yes, that's a goal. I would love that to see that. And I would love to see you, you know, come back and go regain your thr- the throne, even though, you know, they say they didn't have it, but like just. I know there was a lot of things going on, you know, when it went to the Big East tournament. I just, next year, I just want to see you actually play your game. Because I feel like in that game, you guys didn't play your basketball. And every time you guys play PC basketball, you just give yourself a better chance to win a basketball game. Mm. And then I was like, I couldn't be a fan that day, you know. But no, you're doing your thing, so it's okay. <laughs> But thank you, Kylie, for coming on Sparks Talk with C. I really do appreciate it. And I can't wait to see your game next year. And good luck next year. But I'll see you at the games. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is You're so welcome. Fun. Have a good night, okay? Thank you, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. March 4th to March 7th, I was media coverage at the Big East Tournament at Mohegan Sun. For days leading up to the moment, I would probably say I was nervous. I was scared. I questioned myself to see if this is really what I should be doing. But someone told me that if you're not nervous, then this isn't what you should be doing. And I was nervous every single time. But when that buzzer went off and it was the start of the game, eyes was glued to the game. And from this experience and from watching other games being coverage, I look at a basketball game very different now. So I'm watching turnovers. I'm watching rebounds. I'm watching how many assists. I'm watching the defense. I'm watching points in transition. I'm watching watching for points off rebounds. Um, the first person I would say that I really enjoyed asking questions would be the coach from Seton Hall, Anthony. He made me feel so welcomed. He told me that my nails were the best there. I could dress. He loved my outfits, especially my sneakers. Um, so being able to be recognized just by your swag and not be judged by your swag, I felt 
like I belonged. Um, he even answered me by name. I was like, oh, see, you should have seen me up in there just networking, speaking to everyone, not even being shy. I told um, so many people, let me make you a, well, not me, but a custom fit. Let me make, have them make you a coat, get your swag out. Um, everyone was loving the fits. But the best moment, I'm going to let you guys hear some of the questions that I've asked. Don't you worry. But the best moment I would say for me for the entire tournament was when UConn had won the um, championship. And at the end, a broadcaster had asked Kristen Williams, this being your last year, was approaching this a tournament, excuse me, a bit different. And then I looked at my questions and I was like, wow, that was a question that I had written for myself, for uh, Kristen and Alvina. So I was like, wow, yeah, see, this is where you belong. This is what you deserve to do. Keep doing it. So guys, I'm not going away yet. You will see me at the Big East tournament next year. You'll see me at games. You'll see me even at the NCAA March Madness next year. I promise you that. So stay tuned. Your girl got so much to do, but we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Yes, sir. I'm going to have you guys listen, you know, a couple questions, hear me do my thing, you know, when I'm back there. No, that's terrible. Uh, second row on the left. Hi, Lauren Sierra from MTMB Sports. And I just, you were held to nine points in the first half. What type of adjustments did you make for yourself to come out stronger in the second? Um, I definitely saw, like, in the first half, they were playing me more of, like, to drive instead of shoot. Um, and... I feel like my three-point shot has been a, a big improvement in my game. So once they started like going under the screen, especially in the second half, I knew that I had to let it fly because every time someone goes under the screen, you don't have to make them pay. Yes, sir. Anything else? Second row. Hi, Kristen. Ciara with MTMV Sports. You came out and you couldn't miss. What was your mindset finishing the first quarter with 13 points? Um, I was, <laughs> I was feeling it um, from the three. Uh, my teammates did a great job of uh, finding me and getting me the ball when I was open. Um, and I just had confidence enough to knock it down. Right here in the middle. Hey, Coach Sierra from MTMV Sports. Um, was moving the ball part of your game plan because at the end of the game you ended with 21 team assists? Yeah, we, we have a lot of teams in our league that really have a high um, assist per big basket um, percentage. And, you know, we try to do the same thing. We have a, a really strong inside-outside attack mentality, and, and the ball was um, was moving really well to get open shots. Obviously, the more DePaul presses, the more opportunities you'll have to get those easier kind of outnumbering situations, so three-on-two, two-on-one opportunities. And I thought t today we took advantage of, of almost all of them. Um, so just really happy with just the way the ball was moving. and. You know, as you can see down our stat line, if, if you have our, our, our two main post players in Carlin and Van Clunen with the numbers they had, then it, that opened up, you know, the three ball for McLaughlin. And I thought Jordan King was equally impressive, but just managing the game. I mean, she was over by me every other second of, hey, let's switch up a couple things for us on offense. Just the, the chess match of um, discussing it with your point guard through a game was really fun um, today. And, and there was just a look in their eyes and, um, you know, DePaul's a very, very, very good team and high octane offense, but I just thought we had just that little extra today um, across the board. You're in the third row in the middle. Uh, ben Schultz, Marquette Wires. Hey, Ben. So 
So guys, yesterday I had went to the Sweet 16 game. I seen NC State win because of defense against Notre Dame. And then I seen UConn and Indiana. But that pick pocket that Reina Perez, I, I, man, I don't know how many seconds was left on the clock. Probably about, I'm thinking like six, 24, 16, I don't know. Don't get me to lying. But to be there live and witness her, like she wasn't really shooting the way that I'm used to her uh, shooting when watching NC State, but that last play that she did and it was it was so amazing to watch like I, that be the hardest part about covering is because you can't scream and yell and cheer and do all that cuz i was sitting a bunch sitting next to excuse me a bunch of yukon fans and they probably wanted Notre Dame to win i don't know but a lot of them wanted Notre Dame to win but anyway when I tell you, I hopped out my seat so fast, was screaming, was yelling. I, you know, I'm loud. I know they heard me because it was like, I know if I was home, I probably would have never got the feeling that I did while watching it live. Like, March Madness. This is what it's all about, right? Well, it's all about the upsets. It's all about the fighting. It's all about the grit. Speaking of upsets, shout out to South Dakota. Y'all ladies got a lot of hunger. Y'all, I'm telling you, yous was underestimated because I definitely didn't have you guys beating Bela. Really didn't. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I really thought they was going to win yesterday against Michigan. I really, really, truly did. Um... If Homegirl would have made that three, sorry, I don't know your name. I really don't. I was just like, wow. But shout out to Michigan for making it their first time in program history to the Elite Eight. So the Elite Eight is set. Let's see. And it is going to be, we have South Carolina versus Creighton. Then we have Stanford versus Texas. We have Michigan versus Louisville, right? Yeah. And then UConn versus NC State, which I will be there to witness that because I hopefully get to enjoy a good game and not a game that is crappy or blowout. I don't know how people want to see blowouts, especially in March Madness. Like, I want it down to the wire, like the wire. Um, but I want Stanford to win it all again because everyone keeps sleeping on the fact that they're the defending champs and they were not ranked number one all season long. But I will say out of this elite eight matchup, I am ready to see Creighton versus South Carolina. Shout out to Creighton, man. Y'all ladies is balling. Y'all showing everybody why you guys belong here. And keep fighting. 
keep fighting. Um, the reason why I say that they definitely have a chance to beat South Carolina is because I don't know what's up with South Carolina's offense right now. Um, we know how inconsistent Zaya has been in the struggles that she has been with her shot. Um, Aaliyah Boston, I mean, she's been great. There's really nothing we can say about Miss Aaliyah Boston. Um, but the way Creighton shoots and the way that everybody could shoot the ball, I don't know. So I'm definitely ready for those matchups. I can't wait to continue to give you guys some more dope episodes and, you know, share my my journey with everyone. So this is also my journey as well. Next week, we got Eugene Campbell, who plays in Portugal overseas. So stay tuned for that. Seize out.